Hello and welcome to episode 22 of Engagement Express podcast, the podcast series for HR, internal communications and engagement consultants and professionals, or in fact, anyone who's vaguely interested in employee engagement. My name's Katie Siche and I'm owner of Where to Look Internal Communications Consultancy. I've worked with many well-known brands to support their employee engagement strategies. Join me every fortnight to hear more about the things you should be reviewing and doing regularly to increase engagement in your organizations. Listen, rate, subscribe to make sure you don't miss any of the forthcoming episodes. So what is engagement? It means so many different things to so many people. What is clear is that engagement provides a framework for supporting employees across functions, departments and geographies. Organisations know they need their people to be engaged to create a positive environment, maintain productivity and enhance the performance of the business from a financial standpoint. Engaged people translates to a community that is supportive of the business and all it stands for. This also translates to a community that understands its role in the organisation, but also sees where there are differences and synergies within that community. What else is there? Well, much more actually. As well as the little things like perks and benefits, both big and small, there are fundamental aspects of the way organisations do business that can impact employee engagement like internal comms and leadership visibility, which I delved into in episode one of this podcast. If you attempt to eat the entire topic of engagement, I think most will consider it too large a pie to consume in one go. There are many aspects to engagement, but put simply, it pertains to how your people perceive and feel about the way they work, where they work, and the organisation they work for? Is it a positive and inclusive culture that creates an environment where all employees feel welcome? Are people treated fairly? Are people listened to? Do they have opportunities to provide feedback? Is that feedback taken on board and actioned, or at the very least responded to? These are just some aspects that feed into how engaged your employees are, alongside how aligned and connected they feel to the jobs they do. Dictionary definition. Engagement when applied to companies and how well they interact and communicate with their people is the process of participating, of being an active participant and the act of participation in the organisation's business activities. In its simplest form, engagement is then involvement in a nutshell. Employees will not always be 100% engaged, but maintaining a good level of engagement is crucial to any company's success. It has been well documented, specifically in the government's 2008 Engage for Success report, that there are many dangers in leaving employees to fester in a disengaged state. So what does maintaining a good level of engagement look like? It translates to employees feeling a part of the organisation they work for and feeling an integral part of the business that's being carried out. 
Now, people seeking work are much more aware of how important it is to feel aligned with any organisation they work with, not just for. Culture, values, behaviour should all feel comfortable for employees. We're not talking about assimilation, well, we are to a certain extent, but individual collectivism, the state of feeling part of something and contributing to something that is greater than the sum of its parts. On the flip side, disengagement looks like a lack of interest beyond one's own daily tasks. It may not be necessarily entirely the fault of the organisation. Some take a new job that is a job and they need not go any further or deeper with their involvement in it. In some instances, there is little that can be done to shift the mindset of employees who firmly believe in the statement that a job is a job and that it should be carried out between 9am to 5pm. The problem occurs when many people feel like this, or this perception is accompanied by ill-feeling towards the employer. There are almost certainly interventions that will support employees who feel this way. Just think of the impact it has when employees are feeling generally, and I say generally for a reason, positive about their job, their manager and the organisation they work for, well-being, innovation, communities and productivity all increase and that's just the start of a 10 when we explore the benefits. Having too many of your people on the negative side of the engagement scale is literally bad for business. Engagement Mechanisms Over the last 21 episodes of Engagement Express, I've explored some, but by no means exhausted, the many ways that organisations can create an environment in which employees can feel engaged. By organisations, I'm really talking about all functions, departments and business units. I explored the idea of one department owning engagement. This is usually HR and or IC, internal comms but came to the conclusion that engagement is everyone's responsibility, including employees. You cannot force your employees to be engaged. Engagement is a natural consequence of a good working environment. So even if you have the best writers and channels, or even the best benefits and pay packages, if your employees are not valued and managed well, it won't do much good. So what are the core things that you can do to help move the dial in the right direction? Working as a collective entity makes it much easier. I would go so far as to say that collaboration is the most important tool in an organisation's kit. In episodes three, Collaborate to Accumulate, and episode four, Communities of Practice, I talked about how organisations can build environments that make it much easier for employees to share ideas, knowledge and to innovate. Creating these environments means building virtual spaces or forums where your people can have conversations and think about problems in an open and trusting environment. Alongside these spaces, 
managers play a massive role in making your people feel comfortable. We have all experienced the bad, gut-wrenching experience of working for a manager who doesn't appreciate us or our efforts, doesn't say thank you unless asked to, doesn't admit to making mistakes, doesn't invite feedback or take opportunities to be led by consensus when a project or task allows for this. Involve your people managers in your engagement plans and ambitions to take employees from point A to point B. Share the potential pitfalls and where quick wins may be possible. Most important of all, make the organisation's expectations clear around management behaviour and expected levels of interactions between managers and their teams. This includes the C-suites. Engagement blockers. So what blocks engagement? We've talked about the enablers of engagement. What about the blockers? Of course, the opposites of the enablers can be deemed as the obstacles that might slow down or prevent engagement altogether. Good management of teams versus bad management. Good benefits and perks versus a threadbare offering. The overall employee experience is the key to increasing the overall engagement score in your organisation. Think about the user experience from the perspective of an external customer or client. How are employees treated generally? How are they spoken to generally? How are they communicated with? How is the brand positioned from an employee's perspective? Not the aspirational employer brand, which is also important, but the existing perception of how the organisation treats its people. Is it favourable? Are there any question marks about particular areas? What is the general sentiment? Generally positive or generally negative? A bit like the Glassdoor company overview page, how does your business currently look? This type of exercise can help you to define the work needed to create a more engaged community, one that talks freely, shares ideas, knowledge, generates solutions and feels at ease with itself. It's by no means a quick process, but one that will pay dividends if followed through. Many more employers are aware of the important role that engagement plays in the general health of organisations. Regardless of the individual mission, vision and purpose that each organisation has defined in order to effectively become what it aspires to become and achieve what it aspires to achieve, creating an environment that supports employees, listens to them and makes an effort to respond or to at least acknowledge feedback is non-negotiable. Thank you for listening to this episode of Engagement Express. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know about a new collaboration course that I'm launching very shortly. It's called Collaboration Station and I want you to get on board the collaboration train. Sign up early, register for information and I'll send you all the details. It's going to be fantastic. I'm totally excited about it. The premise of it is that the course or the programme will take you 
from zero to collaboration in a short space of time. The program has about six modules and it's designed for organizations that do not currently have a very collaborative culture. Contact me for more details via LinkedIn at Katasiche or email me via Katasiche at wheretolookcoms.co.uk. That's I-S-I-C-H-E-I. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. And remember, opportunities to collaborate and engage are everywhere. You just need to know where to look. <laughs>